Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Good evening. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, we can resume the service. Um, I trust all you are well. Um, and are having a beautiful week so far. And it's important that we do not lose our joy in the Lord. It is paramount that irrespective of what takes place in our lives, that that joy is never diminished in our lives because it is our strength. You know, the scriptures tell us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we should always be mindful of that when we go through life because you know life has its challenges and we should never let these challenges of life remove us from the joy of the Lord. It is so important. I, I, I would like us to read something. I already feel that I'm going off tangent and I haven't even started, but it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's gonna help you. Uh, Isaiah chapter 12. You know, you come into a service with just about and knowing about what you're going to say and then you end up saying something totally different than what you intended to say. <laughs> but it's fine. We are God's vessels. We are God's clay. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2. Uh, but my focus really is on verse... How? Lubisi. So Antoinette. Antoinette Lubisi. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So he says in verse 2 Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah 
the Lord is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. Verse 3. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. It's, it's a poetic, prophetic communication. He says, with, with what? With joy. You will draw water from the wells of salvation. This is referring to the benefits of the life of salvation. We know that the Greek word soteria or sozo denoting this particular word salvation comprises of multiple words and meanings which are descriptive of the blessings, the benefits that come with salvation. That's why he doesn't say the well. He says the wells. The wells. Not well. The wells of salvation. There are many wells of salvation. And he says that joy is the equipment, is the tool that is used to draw. In other words, to drink from the waters of salvation, to, to have the continuous experience in the benefits that are bestowed on us through the salvation of Jesus Christ. He says, joy. Joy is paramount. If you lose your joy, you lose your ability to draw from the wells of salvation. If you lose your joy, then salvation does not benefit you. Your experience in salvation cannot be realized. So he says, with joy, with joy. So your life, your life must become a continuous and constant expression of that joy that comes through salvation. You know, David said, Restore unto me the joy of salvation. Because that is really what makes everything work for us in the kingdom. We know Matthew chapter 66, I mean, <laughs> Matthew chapter 6, uh, verse 33 says, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness 
And all these things shall be added unto you. He said, seek first. So God is aware. And, and this is something so, so simple yet so vital because many of God's blessings are hindered from coming to us because there's no joy. There's no joy. And because there's no joy, the systems and the forces that regulate, that administrate the, the, the distribution of God's blessings are wanting when coming to our lives. So he says, seek first the kingdom. The kingdom. He says, if you want all these things that the Gentiles seek after, seek first the kingdom. We, 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 God is aware that the things which the Gentiles are seeking after, we also need, right? We also need, we need shelter, we need food, we need nourishment, we need uh, 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 security, protection. God is aware of all those things which the Gentiles are seeking after. So every waking moment for the Gentile is a pursuit of these needs, right? But God says, if, if you are his child, your primary assignment and pursuit should not to seek the things which the Gentiles seek. You're not going to receive from God the things which are needed by both you and the Gentiles the same way the Gentiles seek after them. So there is another system that God has reserved for us, his children, which comprises of the outcome in being us enjoying and receiving the things which the Gentiles are seeking after, yet not going about the same way that they are going about in acquiring them. So he says to us, I am aware of your needs. I am conscious that those things that are needed, are requirement, are necessities, are desires and wants in this plane of life. Jesus was well aware that we are in the world. Even though we are not of the world, we are in it. We are in it and he was very aware of it. So he, he, he does not detach our existence from this world. He is conscious of our participation in this world. But he comes and he brings to us a different system, a different modus operandi on how to acquire these things in the world that are a necessity for us to function and live. So he says, the Gentiles are seeking after them, but I want you to seek first. 
so he, he, he's not saying, do not go seek. But I want you to seek first. So before making any attempts to seeking these things, he said, first seek the kingdom and his righteousness. He, he didn't say seek only. He said seek first. Meaning there is still a responsibility as residents or pilgrims of this world to function and participate in the systems of this world. But he says, the advantage I'm giving you is that seek first the kingdom. So go after the kingdom first. Prioritize the kingdom first. Now, the question then is, what is the kingdom? What is the kingdom of God? In simple terms, the kingdom of God is the reign, is, is the reign of God, is the dominion of God exercised in his realm. But then it is a it is very much abstract. Right? Because where is his dominion? Where is his realm of dominion? Where is this kingdom? Jesus said to the Pharisees, the kingdom of God is not without, but the kingdom of God is within. Pointing us to the realm which God is most interested in reigning over. He says, it is that realm within. So we, we, we are aware now that there is a physical, literal kingdom, but there is a reign, a system of God's governance and dominion that is to be carried out within, within. And that is what Jesus was alluding to us seeking after. Seeking after the reign, the dominion of God in, in the realm. That means making your heart, your spirit, your inner man, his realm, his domain for reigning. Now, this is important. Because the kingdom of God, though unseen, has material consequences in other words the impact of the kingdom within the human being in which that kingdom is domicile has expressive or identifiable characteristics Romans chapter 14 Romans chapter 14, verse 17. I believe we all them. For the kingdom of God, the what? The kingdom of God, the realm of his dominion, is not eating. 
is not drinking. The realm of God's dominion is not eating and not drinking. In other words, it is, it is not outside. The kingdom is not outside. He says, but righteousness. Now, this is what I want us to do, right? For the sake of 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 our of our context i want us to remove entirely is not eating and drinking because we want to define the kingdom right and the placement of not eating and drinking may may you know may rob the strength of the communication so let's remove it and let's read it this way for the kingdom of God is righteousness. The kingdom of God is peace. So, so that means that the characteristic, the sign of the dominion of God in a Christian is that they must be an expression of righteousness. They must be an expression of peace. And he says, and joy, not in the flesh, but in the Holy Spirit. So here's the Holy Spirit administrating the kingdom, the reign, the dominion of God within the human person. And the result is righteousness. The result is peace. Is peace. Is peace. The kingdom of God is peace. When a man demonstrates peace, he is proving the governorship of the kingdom, the governorship of the spirit within him. And then he says, joy. So if the kingdom is righteousness, if the kingdom is peace, if the kingdom is joy, then Jesus was saying, seek joy first. Seek peace first. Seek righteousness first. That's what you are saying. So, we want these things to be added. And Jesus said, Seek ye first the joy of the Lord. Seek ye first the peace of the Lord. Seek ye first the righteousness of the Lord. For with joy thou shalt draw water from the wells of salvation. So we, we, we access the grace of God for provision and supply. In all these things, he says, I rejoice. I rejoice. Giving thanks to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That, that, that's, that's, that's a person, a person with joy has no consciousness of need. 
God, I thank you, you good. I thank you, you're gracious, you're kind. I thank you that you're causing all things to work for my good. Thank you, God. Now, this means, this means when we take it to the other side, that a person who does not express joy is not governed by the kingdom. The kingdom is not operative in his heart. Is not operative in his heart. So the struggle with many of God's children is that we are need consciousness. I mean, we are need conscious and we are not joy conscious. We are one conscious. We are not peace conscious. Your, your ability to, to exude peace in the midst of turmoil is proof that God is ruling your heart. When everything is falling on the left and on the right and, and you are able to maintain your composure, your peace in the Lord, your joy in the Lord, oh, that is a man, that is a woman who's ruled by the kingdom within. Remember the Bible says that since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, a kingdom that cannot be removed, that means joy cannot be shaken. Peace cannot be shaken. One who walks in righteousness cannot be shaken. So the reason why we are shaken in life, the reason why the foundations of our lives, the tectonic plates of our lives seem to be shifting from one side to the other, maybe is because the kingdom is not governing our hearts. Because the kingdom that we are receiving is not a kingdom that is shaken or moved. When Daniel saw this kingdom, he said, whose dominion knows no end. It is a kingdom that crushes all other kingdoms. In other words, this peace, this joy can circumvent can superimpose over every system of oppression set out against you in this world. Every system, my God, in this world that is set against your progress, he said the joy of God can trump over it. The joy of God can surmount over it. That's one of the reasons why the Lord Jesus Christ said to us, he said, peace I give you, not as the world give unto you do I give you. He said, my peace I live with you. He knew that this is all they needed to overcome the world. This is all they needed, my God, to face the challenges, the tribulations, the trials that they will come against. For he knew it. He knew that they will face lions. He knew that the mouth of serpents will open against them. But he said, I leave you with my peace not as the world gives it no 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 he said this is my peace look at Jesus he's sleeping the boat is sinking that is his peace 
You understand that? He, he goes to the fig tree. He's hungry, expecting food. And he finds no food. That is his peace. He's not perturbed. He's not shaken. That is his peace. Look at Jesus. He comes four days later. After the death of Lazarus, the tomb is closed. Lazarus is stinking. And Jesus said, where have you laid him? That is his peace. He's not perturbed. But what goes wrong? Whatever goes wrong, the peace of God has accommodation for. That, that's the power of God. That's the power of the kingdom. That whatever will happen in your life, God's joy, God's peace, God's righteousness has made accommodations for. And all these things shall be added unto you. Look at your life. Look at your life at your hour of greatest need. What was the emotion that was more prevalent? Many times it is worry. It is anxiety. It is fear. It is doubt. It is uncertainty. It is confusion. But that's not what you need at such times. What you need is the ability to draw from the wells of salvation. And it is joy. It is peace. It is God's righteousness. No, you are not stupid. You are not foolish. You're not foolish when you, when you comfort your soul. When you tell my soul in the midst of trouble and uh, turbulent times that oh my soul be quieted. Oh my soul take comfort in the Lord. No, no, you're not being foolish. What are you doing? You are trying to bring your faculties under the authority, under the power of the kingdom. Under the power of the kingdom. When doubt, when fear tries to grab and grip you and bind you, you say, Lord, I give you praise. I give you thanks. Not because it's something you feel like doing. Not because your circumstances are telling you to do so. Because it might be that at that time, your circumstances are testifying against what you are doing. But you do it anyway because you are trying to bring your systems under the governorship of the kingdom. Because it is where joy is that victory is. It is where peace is that overcoming is. So the more peaceful you are, the more joyous you are, the more victories you will enjoy in this life. Hallelujah. 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 And all these things. So before you, you go seeking after a new job, after a new career path, before go seeking after a business, before, before all these things, all these things, he said first, seek the rulership. Seek the reign of God. 
in your life so that when you go apply for that job, the peace is there because the peace is the indicator of the victory. You get that? The joy is the Now, when you go there and, and there's all these emotions of doubt and fear and anxiety, well, they take me. There's no dominion. You see, it is dominion when you go and put your CV down there and you have the confidence that this is mine. In the midst of a thousand others applying for the same position, you know this is mine. Not because they like you. Not because they know you. Not because you know or have any connections. But because you have the dominion, the kingdom of God in you. The peace is there. The joy is there. Therefore, the victory is there. So the next time you pursue a business, a project, an idea, the next time you go proceed, proceed to accomplish something, achieve something, my, my brother, my sister, get joy, get peace, get righteousness. Make sure that that peace is ruling your mind. The Bible says that let the word of God dwell in you richly. Hallelujah. My God, let the peace of God rule in your heart as an empire navigating you through the bends of life. It is the peace of God that will tell you, hey, there's danger there. Don't go this way. It is the peace and the joy of God that will signal that this is the path that you should take. It is peace reigning within your soul, within your spirit that will guide you and, 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 and direct you through the bends of this life, through the challenges of this life, through the mountains of this life. The peace of God, let me tell you, the peace of God knows the path into Jericho, an insurmountable wall. Have you ever faced challenges like that where you know you have no clue how you're going to bypass this wall, how you're going to go over this wall? Because when you look up, it's too high to climb over. When you look through, it's too tough to break through and you have no way out. Let me tell you, there is something called the kingdom. It is a kingdom above all other kingdoms and it is in peace it is in joy the moment you begin tapping into the joy of the lord all of a sudden the mysteries the secret of how to break through jericho are given you and when you think about it you don't need to hire a bulldozer you don't need to hire a bunch of contractors you don't need to hire a bunch of demolitions and bombers to bomb down the wall all you need to do the peace will direct you and he will say go around this wall quietly for seven days <laughs> for the things which ah my God a praise among men a foolishness a foolishness and an abomination to God that means that the stratagems of God are beyond human conceptions you see if God does something or brings you through a circumstance a way through a doctor can he's not God he has not proven himself the way God proves himself is by doing things that blows the minds of the intelligence of man that blows the minds of the wisdom of man so when they look back and when they look at you they think whoo 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 
This is scientifically unexplainable. We cannot explain this. It can only be God. And only peace, only joy can lead you into those dimensions. And after those seven days, going around quietly, the peace of God, the joy of God said, let out a shout and you will be wonder. You will be bewildered and surprised that when you shout, the walls which no demolition, which no bulldozers, which no contractors and bombers could bring down, all of a sudden by a shout, everything falls down flat. It falls down flat. Why? Because when your friends, when your peers, heard that there's such and such a so opportunity, that there's such and such a show gig, that there's such and such a so place or such and such a thing that can get you what you need or what you want. You said, let me wait a bit. Let me seek the joy. Let me seek the peace in this thing. Let me seek the righteousness in this thing. And, and it seemed like they were are going ahead of you. Because they left ahead of you while you went to go seek the joy. It seemed like they were, they were succeeding. It seemed like they were gaining strides against you. That you were left behind. Because you were seeking the peace. You were seeking the joy. You were seeking the kingdom. And it looked like what the steps that they took. The decisions that they took were wiser than you. That you are a fool for seeking the kingdom. You are a fool for waiting five years, seven years, seven months, seeking the kingdom. But let me tell you something. <laughs> when the alignment, when the authority, when the expression of the kingdom exudes and manifests through you what took them 10 years will take you one month I'm telling you he's not saying do not seek after what they seek he just says prioritize the realm of God's dominion how much peace how much joy how much righteousness is in your life today will define how much victories you will experience tomorrow. Because the victories of tomorrow are determined by the joy and peace of today. Don't let the devil circumstances, trials, tribulations, and tests steal and remove you from the joy of the Lord. That is your secret. And let me tell you something. It is something that many of the Gentiles do not have. They do not have joy. They do not have peace. They do not have God's righteousness. But you have all these things in the Holy Spirit in you.
Don't let any man, any circumstance or trial, steal that joy because that is your path. When you lose that, you've lost your path to victory. You've lost your path to securing an outcome that suits you. The kingdom is within. The reign of God is within. And our job is to seek it first. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is not what I intended to teach tonight. But, well, somebody needed it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Being a Christian does not mean we are exempted from challenges and struggles and tests and tribulations. What it means is that we already have victory. That we can go through every situation and circumstance with the confidence that when all is said and done, I will be the one holding the crown. <laughs> that is the life that Jesus came to give us. It's in joy. It's in peace. It's in righteousness. And let me tell you how to ward off. How to ward off worry. How to ward off anxiety. Because it will try to lay its grip on you. You know how you ward it off? Do you know how you ward it off? Praise and thanksgiving. Praise and thanksgiving. When you find yourself too worried or boggled down with anxiety or fear, let me tell you what to do. Stop whatever you are doing. Find a quiet place. Don't complain, don't cry to God. Lift up your hands and say, Father, I praise you. Father, I thank you. Because this is a privilege that only the living have. Do you know what changed the story of Hezekiah? He, he confronted God with a hard truth. He said, those who go down the grave cannot praise you. There is no truth of God that can be expressed among the dead. Only the living can praise you. And before Isaiah left the courts, God said to him, turn back. I'll give this man 15 more years just to praise me. Because he said he will praise me. I will give him 15 more years. Let me tell you, this is how you turn around things in your life. This is how you turn around things in your life because worry, doubt is a mirage. They are all lies. They are all strategies. They are all thieves of the enemy. But you can ward them off. You can protect them yourself against them. You, you, you go to us and you, Father, let me tell you, at that point in time, everything in your body, everything in your mind does not want to praise God. Everything in your body, everything in your mind does not want to give thanks to God. But this is where you let the dominion come out. You, you let the dominion of your spirit come out. 
I will praise you either way. I thank you. This is a privilege of the living. Father, I give you praise that in my life I will declare your goodness. In my life, your goodness will show up. Thank you, Father. I praise your name that protects me. I praise your name that keeps me. I praise you, my Father. I give you thanks for this life of mine. Thank you that you provide for me. You provide life, security, safety, shelter. Thank you, my God. I do not go to bed hungry. Thank you, my God, that even when I have not enough, you are my El Shaddai. You are my keeper. I thank you. I praise you and I can tell you doubt fear all these thieves cannot stay in a house that praises it is fire that burns every single doubt every single worry every single fear every single thief of the enemy this is how you get victory This is how you get victory. By, by demonstrating the kingdom. The next time you go through a challenge, be, do it consciously. The next time bad news strikes you, do it consciously. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Even if you don't feel like it, you just had the worst news of the week, of the month. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. If you will be willing to act like a fool for the word and God, you will live like a prince. Hallelujah. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. We will see each other tomorrow, same time, same place. Amen. I'll upload this uh, just now.